0: this is sister lisa coming to you from the ill the edwin elder library and today i am going to be reading page 30 out of the azusa street and eyewitness account to the birth of the pentecostal revival by frank Bartleman. now i'm not reading word for word and i'm using it as a an outline and um if i'm prompted in the spirit to add any of my own personal experiences or spiritual applications or things um pertain with the Edwin Elder Library and what we do is book reviews and promote the name of Jesus and point others to the cross. So today let's pray a moment before we start. Dear Jesus we pray that you'll guide us in what words we speak and that you'll help us Lord Jesus to edify the body of Christ that we all work together God for your kingdom further in the kingdom And as Sister Edwin Elder would have us to do, God, study to show ourselves approved before God, workmen that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, and for us to be dedicated till you come, Lord, and give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine, that we may exhort one another in the Lord, encourage one another, lift one another up, and in all things to worship you, and give you glory and honor. okay page 30 in pasadena before moving to los angeles i would lie on my bed in the daytime and roll and grow under the burden at night i could scarcely sleep for the spirit of prayer i fasted much not caring for food while burdened at one time i was in soul travail for nearly 24 hours without intermission it nearly used me up prayer literally consumed me Sometimes I would groan all night in my sleep. Prayer was not formal in those days. It was God-breathed. It came upon us and overwhelmed us. We did not work it up. We were gripped with real travail of soul by the spirit that could no more be shaken off than could the birth pangs of a woman in travail. Without doing absolute violence to the spirit of God, it was real intercession by the Holy Spirit. For several days, I had an impression another letter was coming from Evan Roberts. It soon came and read as follows: Lagore Wells, November the fourteenth, nineteen o five. My dear comrade, what can I say that will encourage you in this terrible fight? I find it is a most awful one. Praise God the kingdom of evil! That praise God the kingdom of the evil one is being besieged on every side. Oh, the millions of prayers—not simply the formal prayer, but the soul finding its way right to the white throne. People in Wales have prayed during the last year. May the Lord bless you with a mighty downpouring. In wells it seems as if the Holy One rests upon the congregation, awaiting the opening of the hearts of the followers of Christ. We had a mighty downpouring of the Holy Spirit last Saturday night. This was preceded by the correcting of the people's views of true worship. Number one, to give unto God, not to receive. Two, to please God, not to please ourselves. Therefore look unto God and forgetting the enemy, and also the fear of men. We prayed, and the Spirit descended. I pray, God, to hear your prayer, to keep your faith strong, and to save California. I remained your brother in the fight, Evan Roberts. This was the third letter I had received from Wells from Evan Roberts, and I feel the prayers had much to do with our final victory in California. Evan Roberts tells us of his own experience with God. One Friday night last spring, while praying by my bedside before retiring, I was taken up to a great expanse about without time or space. It was communion with God. Before this, I had a far-off God. I was frightened that night, but never since. So great was my shivering that I rocked the bed, and my brother, being awakened, took hold of me, thinking I was ill. Evan Roberts experienced this every night for three months from 1 a.m. until 5 a.m. He wrote a message to the world about this time as follows. The revival in South Wales is not of men, but of God. He has come very close to us. There is no question of creed or of dogma in this movement. We are teaching no secretarian doctrine, only the wonder and beauty of Christ's love. I have been asked concerning my methods. I have none. I never prepare what I shall speak, but leave that to him. I am not the source of this revival, but only one agent among what is growing to be a multitude. I wish no personal following, but only the world for Christ. I believe that the world is upon the threshold of great religious revival, and I pray daily that I may be allowed to help bring this about. Wonderful things have happened in wells in a few weeks, but these are only a beginning. The world will be swept by his spirit as by a rushing mighty wind many who are now silent christians will lead the movement they will see a great light and will reflect this light to thousands now in darkness thousands upon thousands will do more than we have accomplished as god gives them power what beautiful humility this is the secret of all power an english eyewitness of the revival in well's Such real travail of soul for the unsaved I have never before witnessed. I have seen young Evan Roberts convulsed with grief in calling on his audience to pray. Don't sing, he would exclaim. It's too terrible to sing. Conviction has often been lifted from the people by too much singing. Another writer declared, It was not the eloquence of Evan Roberts that broke men down, but his tears. He would break down, crying bitterly for God to bend them. In the agony of prayer, the tears coursing down his cheeks, His whole frame writhing. Strong men would break down and cry like children. Women would shriek. A sound of weeping and wailing would fill the air. Evan Roberts, in the intensity of his agony, would fall on the pulpit while many in the crowd often fainted. Of the latter work in India, we read, The girls in India were wonderfully wrought upon and baptized with the Spirit and Ranmabe mission. Under conviction of their need, great light was given to them. When delivered, they jumped up and down for joy for hours without fatigue. In fact, they were stronger for it. They cried out with the burning that came into and upon them. Some fell as they saw a great light pass before them, while the fire of God burned the members of the body of sin, pride, anger, love of the world, selfishness, uncleanness, and so forth. They neither ate nor slept until the victory was won. Then the joy was so great that for two or three days after receiving the baptism with the Holy Spirit, they did not care for food. About twenty girls went into a trance at one time and became unconscious of this world for hours, some for three or four days. During that time, they sang, prayed, clapped their hands, rolled about, or sat still. When they became conscious, they told of seeing a throne in heaven, a white-robed throng, and a glory so bright they could not bear it. Soon, the whole place was aflame. School had to be suspended. They forgot to eat or sleep, and whole nights and days were absorbed in prayer." The spirit was poured out upon one of the seeking girls in the night. Her companions, sleeping next to her, awoke and, seeing fire up and envelop her, ran across the dormitory and brought a pail of water to dash upon her. In less than an hour, nearly all the girls in the compound were weeping, praying, and confessing their sins. Many of these girls were invested with a strange, beautiful, and supernatural fire. More invested, yeah. The spontaneous composition of hymns was a curious feature of some of the meetings in other parts of India. At Kara camp, pictures appeared on the walls to accompany a small girls in prayer, supernaturally depicting the life of Christ. The figures moved into pictures and were in color. Each view would last from uh, two to ten minutes, and then the light would gradually fade away to reappear in a few moments with a new scene. These appeared for twelve hours and were seen not only by the native children of the orphanage and eight missionaries, but also by native Christians living nearby. Even heathens came to see the wonderful sight. These pictures were all faithfully depicting the Bible narration and were eternal, entirely supernatural. They had a tremendous effect in breaking up the hard hearts of the heathen. In Wales, colored lights were often seen like balls of fire during the revival there. I kept going day and night to different missions, exhorting believers continually to prayer and faith for the revival. One night at the New Testament church, during a deep spirit of prayer in the congregation, the Lord came suddenly so near that we could feel his presence as though he were closing in on us around the edges of the meeting. Two thirds of the people sprang to their feet in alarm and some ran hurriedly out of the meeting, even leaving their hats behind them, almost scared out of their senses. There was no out of the ordinary demonstration in the natural to cause this fright. It was a supernatural manifestation of his nearness. What would such do if they saw the Lord? That's page 35. It's not the end of it, but I'm going to stop there because I got a couple of thoughts I'd like to add. I know that... um, um, My grandma, she went to some country churches and I know that one summer when I spent the summer with them, we went to several revivals. There was like almost church every night, Different um, we had like services every night at different churches. And there was this one country church that I remember they left the windows open and there was like people standing outside the, the windows to be able to hear the sermon. There was so many people, it was just like so many people were so hungry so hungry to receive from God. And when the offering was passed, I remember people holding money inside the window so the person collecting the money could come around to the window to get it. And uh, just neat little experiences that happened in my lifetime. Um, And so I know it's still happening today. These awesome, supernatural things. Uh, My husband and I, we went to uh, a youth conference and a youth convention. And there, it's like a holy hush came over. And it's like when we're sitting in the, in the bleachers, you could see, you could see the presence of God sweep over the place. It's like when he, as he went around, people just started falling to their feet, uh, to their faces. They just started falling to their knees and down. They all started bailing. Uh, bowing down and weeping, and it just went through it, just went in waves all around the building, and including us. We all we was up higher in the bleachers, and we could see this happen below, but it came up to where we were, too. And it's like the Shekinah glory you hear about it was like a cloud, a cloud filled that whole place. The whole place was consumed. Thousands of young people and um, their workers, you know, and, and the adults, too, of course all felt the presence of God. We were all totally engulfed in that. And oh we were all had such a desire to take that back to our cities, to our churches. And and sure, it, it just the revival just spreads like that. Just like it did on the day of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. When they were all assembled together in one place, the Holy Ghost fell; came like a rushing mighty wind and filled all the house where they were sitting, and it appeared unto them like as cloven tongues of fire set it on each of them, and they began to speak in other tongues that the Spirit gave them utterance. And there was people from all these different nations that were speaking and glorifying God in these unlearned languages, languages that they personally did not have, knowledge of but when it was moist abroad people started coming around see what was happening and they heard people praising God in their languages it's awesome supernatural serving God is beautiful and it's supernatural and when we pray and seek his face the heavens will open he will reveal things to us I've never seen uh, like what they said right there like colored pictures of um scenes bible scenes it's like they had movie and they was having movie night without a movie projector without without the means of having um you know it being played out like if we would watch a youtube video or something no this was supernatural it's so awesome that's so awesome to know that but god he does speak to us through dreams he speaks through us through visions he speaks through us through um Songs, hymns, spiritual songs. There's so many different ways the Lord is just wanting to reach whosoever will. He that hath an ear, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, what the Spirit is saying to the bride of Christ. The Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. We've got to die out to our flesh. I don't know how many can just pray day in and day out like Brother Frank Rotterdam and those other people are doing, giving themselves to several days of just devotion to intercessory, but we all have some time during the day that we can get alone with God, some time during the day when we can pray and seek His face and let that revival spirit continue. Let that revival spirit continue, Lord. There is needs of all around us, men and women all around us are hungry for a move of God. So let's have that Azusa Street Revival, no matter where you live no matter what your home address is, no matter what city, what state, I know we're talking about California because that's where Azusa Street was, and in Wells because that's where Revival was, but wherever you're at, United States, Canada, the Philippines, and Ukraine, wherever you are at, the Lord can meet you where you're at. Because He is, He's the God of the universe. He's the God. God so loved the world. And say, God so loved California that he gave his only begotten son. to say, God so loved Henderson, Tennessee, that he gave his only son. God so loved the world, the whole world, the whole gospel to the whole world by the whole church. So let's all do our part. Let's all do whatever God lays upon our heart to see souls one, read the Bible more, pray more, fast more, whatever we can do. Where two or three are gathered in his name, He will be in the midst. Let's agree on this. Let's pray on this. Let's seek God's face on this. Well, God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.